the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast, and we got one last act to wrap up week six of the NFL season on Monday night football between the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans. So here's a line, Lundy. The Bills are laying six and a half on the road. The total, a hefty and stout 53. Give me a pick on the side and a game score prediction, my man. What you got for me? That is way too heavy of a total for me. You're going to see me tuck this way underneath it, surprisingly. I am going to take Tennessee to cover that six and a half, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to tuck it way down low, Brad. I'm going to say 24-20 as we continue to see a lot of NFL games rolling on the under here so far through the first uh, six weeks as we put a bow on it. Uh, for tonight but I'm going to tuck this thing under I think Tennessee will keep it close and I think both these teams are going to run the ball a lot which tells me we're going to have a low score uh, yes uh, it's going to be a ton of ground up particularly when you involve the football Frankenstein seahole smash uh, so yeah I'm with you there I got a little bit higher 27 to 23 but I'm with you. I'm going to take the Titans plus the six and a half and 27 23 unless you carry the one. Oh yeah that's 50 so that is under the 53 proposed total. So you and I are locked hand in hand, skipping and frolicking through a patch of daisies. And as I always imagine, it's shirtless. You and me, by the way. So there you go. Of course, there's no comment. nobody. Nobody wants to see. I mean, people barely want to see my face, Brad, let alone what's <laughs> underneath it. Come on now. Yes, it is a beak, a beacon of whiteness. Uh, just, you know, it reflects. It's almost neon, uh, your paleness overall. Oh, yeah. Too, right? International Space Station is like, what in the hell yeah. is happening in Denver? Oh, wait, Lundy took his shirt off. Now we understand. Yeah, it's like the Luxor, how it beams out into uh, the darkness, <laughs> into the atmosphere. So there you go. With that, let's get to it with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. Props, props, and more player props. Uh, that's what we got. I had a pretty good weekend. Uh, Let it gave a little bit back last night on that Sunday night football game because uh, Chase Claypool, uh, he jumped into a pool that was empty. There was no water in it. It was just concrete and landed flat on his face. So, unfortunately, uh, did not push me over the top. But I'm flirting with plus 60 units up on the season. So, hopefully, this will push me over the top with some of these selections. Let's start off with Zach Moss, the pride of the University of Utah. And I'm not going to focus for now. Might be some additional action and bonus time uh, on the ground. But via the air, and I'm going to take the over on 10.5 receiving yards. Pull this one from Caesar Sportsbook at minus one. 10. You look at Moss, he's averaging 11.3 routes run per game. He's only seen 7.9% of the target share, uh, but he is netting two catches per contest and 23.5 yards per game vertically. He's averaging 11.8 yards per catch. So if we can get one catch, he should be able to get over this number based on the average. He's been over in, in two of his last three and six RBs have achieved the over against the Tennessee Titans this season as the Titans have uh, given up 3.8 receptions per game, 32.2 receiving yards per game to the running back position. So, my man, the Zach attack via the air, fade or follow over 10.5 receiving yards, minus 110 at Caesar Sportsbook. 
I like this one as long as uh, Buffalo does not do what Jacksonville did against the Titans in week five, Brad. If you recall, James Robinson was only targeted once yeah. uh, in that contest out of the backfield. And in fact, it was a loss. Uh, I think he I think he went for like minus three yards, something like that. Uh, so as long as as long as Buffalo doesn't try to do that <laughs> and they actually get Moss involved trying to catch the ball, then, yes, I like him to get over this number. Plus, to your point. It's also one of those where one catch might do it. Yep. Uh, he may not even need more than one. So I'm going to follow on this one. I think that 10 and a half is achievable, comfortable number. Uh, but yeah, fingers crossed that uh, that we don't see the bad play calling, which I don't think we will see out of McDermott uh, that we saw out of Urban Meyer. Uh, uh, no, uh, they're not even in the same realm in terms of football IQ. Uh, McDermott for all the monies along with Zach Moss. Number four. All right, stick with the Buffalo Bills. Let's talk about uh, the former uh, Denver Bronco, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, former Pittsburgh Steelers were back in the day as well. Over 22 and a half yards longest catch. Pull this one from DraftKings Sportsbook at minus 110. We talked about it before. The ATMs in this category in the NFL. Henry Ruggs, guess what? He cashed again yesterday. Jamar Chase, guess what? He cashed again yesterday. Sanders as well uh, has been a printing press in terms of longest yards uh, on the catch this season. Cashing the over consistently. He's actually done it four times, so I think he's going to add to it. You look at Tennessee, they have struggled to pass uh, coverage so far this season, giving up eight 65-plus yard wide receivers. You look at Sanders underneath the surface, wide receiver five, an average depth of target at 16.1. Wide receiver 14 in yards per catch at 16.9. Also top 20 in yards per target at 10.4. And he is most often going to draw Christian Fulton in coverage, who's given up 17.4 yards per catch. Pile it all together, mold it, and I think he is going to catch a 30-yard bomb from Josh Allen. So fade or follow, will it pay again over Emmanuel Sanders' 22.5 yards on the longest catch? And I think you left my other guy off that list that we keep cashing on the longest uh, reception, Cooper Cup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He has he has been uh, the printing press uh, that we hide in the basement as well uh, when it comes to the longest <laughs> catch. I like this one for Emmanuel Sanders. You already talked about the numbers that he's hit so far uh, this season. In fact, uh, we talk about the four games that he's gone over. One of them, he was right at 21, so he'd be pretty close to this going up against uh, the Texans uh, two weeks ago. But uh, here's what I will tell you. I already said you and I both are tucking in on the under, so I'm hoping that he hits this early in the contest, in part because then uh, my favorite sports book will probably pay me out right away and yes. I can turn around and lose all of that money on some <laughs> sort of live action uh, as we roll into the second half. But um, yeah, he's he's got a favorable matchup in the secondary and Josh Allen keeps trying to find him for these uh, for these deep balls. So and, and Sanders is shifty once he catches it. So, you know, yeah, if he, he catches is. it around the you know, if he gets it at the 18, 19 yard mark, he's going to get the other four or five yards to get you up over this just because of the yak. So uh, I like this one a lot. This is, as you said, this is a category and Brad, I, I say this and I, I knock on wood here. Uh, I'm really hoping that the books don't get to the point where they're like, man, we can't keep doing these props. We're losing our ass. Well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of been uh, the MO for a lot of these books because they've they've shaved some of the offerings uh, that we have seen here of late. But for now, I'm not bucking the trend. Take me over 
on Sanders. Number three. All right, let's go to that football Frankenstein. It's nearly Halloween, and if he's going to do a monster mash tonight, it's not going to be in a category that you're thinking about. Yeah, you would normally uh, pound the over on rush attempts, but the sports books are too afraid uh, to offer such a wager. I have not seen one. Uh, surface uh, from any of the legal sports books across the country right now. Uh, you look at the rush yards profits in the high 90s. It could be tough to achieve if this script were to get out of control, which is a distinct possibility knowing it's Buffalo and you know how explosive that offense is. So I am going to side with the over on 12 and a half receiving yards for Derrick Henry. Uh, again, that may be a shocker special for some of the listeners out there. Missed the one I pulled at FanDuel at minus 114. You look at Henry. He's averaging 12.8 routes per game. This is a guy that was an afterthought. Never hardly uh, utilized as a receiver out of the backfield. But the coaching staff said, we need to change that this year because he can catch the ball and give it his yak abilities uh, You know, after the catch. Uh, he's certainly somebody that can inflict some serious damage, and he's done exactly that. Now, he's averaging 8.9 yards per catch. Uh, surprisingly, number 17 yards per route run among all running backs. And he's been over this in four of five games. The only time he's fallen short of it was against Jacksonville last time out, which he didn't catch a single ball, wasn't even targeted. But I think that story is going to be very different tonight when you're going up against Tredavious White and Levi Wallace, this very talented secondary, who are probably going to bracket and contain Julio Jones, who should be able to go tonight, and A.J. Brown, whose name you're going to hear a bit later on in the pod. So Henry, I think, will be the sixth running back to get to at least 13 receiving yards against this Buffalo team this year. Buffalo is a collective giving up 36.4 receiving yards per game to the running back position. So uh, you're going to bet some Franks on Frankenstein here, Lundy, on the over 12 and a half receiving yards. Again, minus 114 at FanDuel. Fade or follow. If the defense thinks it's hard to be able to tackle him when he takes a handoff, when he's got a full head of steam and he's catching the ball, uh, wow. Uh, yeah, it, this is a this is a great play. I like this one a lot. They've got to be able to target him. He's got 15 targets overall in the season. Um, I, I, I need to see four or five in this contest because I think it's going to be how Tennessee is going to try to keep this close. Um, I think they've got to mix it up. I, th- I don't think they can just simply do the handoff. I'm with you when we talk about the rushing prop. I think that he's going to do okay on the ground. Uh, uh, but you're right. When you see those numbers up in the 90s and such, that could be a tough one, depending upon what this game script looks like. If it stays close, like you and I have said that we think yeah. that it can, and the fact that we think Tennessee can cover on the six and a half on the spread, then maybe he can get up to those kinds of numbers. But from a betting standpoint on a player prop, I'm a lot more comfortable on his receiving. So I'm going to follow on this one. Let's get up over a Baker's dozen. One screen. That's all we're asking for, Vrabel. One damn screen to Henry. This is going to be cash money. Stay tuned for our top selections on Monday Night Football Plus bonus time, including a pick in the NHL. Number two. All right, let's go back to Monday Night Football between the Titans and Bills, and let's talk about downtown A.J. Brown. And is he going to cruise to the over, or is he going to tuck under 61.5 receiving yards? Uh, And I'm going under on this one, pulled from BetMGM at minus 111. Now, A.J. Brown has been dealing with a Nettleson hamstring injury, but did practice uh, this week, played last week, and should be good to go 
uh, for the action tonight. But, man, what a daunting matchup. Uh, Levi Walsh has given up just a 54.2 catch rate. Uh, 76.2 pass rate is assignments. Tredavious White, 60.6% catch rate. And 77.6 pass rating to his assignments. Uh, only three wide receivers have gone over this number, and a couple of them barely uh, skirted by Terry McLaurin with 62, Tyree Kill with 63, and believe it or not, the high man on the totem pole this year uh, against the Buffalo Bills secondary is oh, oh, Miko Hardman with 76 receiving yards. So, uh, you know, Wallace and White, they just put a stranglehold of the opposition. Uh, so, A.J. Brown, I don't think it's going to get to 61 and a half. And early burn is time, Lundy. If you like to get seduced by the juice, you like those plus odds. If you go to FanDuel right now, uh, under four and a half catches pays a cool plus 140. I think this is going to be like maybe a three max four catch game uh, right around 50, 55 yards. Uh, not a single yard more for the very talented whiteout out of Ole Miss. So, fade or follow A.J. Brown under 61.5 receiving yards. Minus 111 at Ben MGM. And give me your thoughts, too, on that catch prop. Again, under 4.5 at FanDuel at plus 140. Ooh, that tickles a pickle. Yeah, that that one, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting all the feels uh, off of that <laughs> one. I really like that reception one. The fact that it's at plus odds, I had not caught that one. So definitely a tidbit and a gem here for folks that listen to the podcast. I like the under on the yards as well. I'm with you. I think he finishes around 52, 55, right in that range. I think it will be a four catch. I think Captain Hook's going to play into that plus Yar. odds. But if you can get me plus 140, um, like I said, this feels like four catches, maybe 52, um, you know, this is just this is a good defense, folks. And and it's not that A.J. Brown isn't good. It's that, you know, he's dealing with a little bit of a bum leg. He's also going up against a strong defense. Um, and I think they're going to try to do ball control to a certain extent. I think they're going to try to keep Josh Allen off the field. And all of those things lean towards not a lot of numbers for A.J. Brown. Double down with the unders on Brown. Number one. All right, speaking of Josh, uh, let's get a player prop on him. That's probably my favorite on the board tonight. Give me the over on 31 and a half rush yards, minus 110 at Caesars Sportsbook. You look at Allen this season, 44, 35, 9, 41, and 59 rush yards. That's what the game log says so he's been over this in four of five a guy that's getting consistently anywhere between six to eight uh, rush attempts per game heck last time out it was 11 on the ground for him now you look at Tennessee they've done a pretty good job containing some of those dual threat quarterbacks in the league Kyler Murray and week one only had 20 rush yards Russell Wilson followed up with 16 Trevor Lawrence is the most they have allowed and that was 28 but Allen, uh, who is like, you know, Cam Newton in his heyday in terms of a runner on the ground, big body dude, always falling forward, uh, is more than just opportunistic because they do some design runs for him. And you look at the Titans, they're giving up 4.71 yards per carry to the running back position. And that's effectively what Allen is, again, six to eight times per game. So as long as he, uh, you know, gets at least seven rush attempts tonight, I think he will blast his way to at least 35 yards on the ground. So fade or follow Josh Allen over 31 and a half rush yards minus 110 at Caesar Sportsbook. What do you say? I'll, I'll follow, but this one makes me nervous and here's why. Mm. I, I agree with you that the way that Allen runs, but again, as you pointed out, Tennessee has kept the quarterbacks in check. Um, you know, seven, I think uh, Trevor Lawrence had seven for 28 was yeah, the total correct, yeah. uh, by the time it was done. Uh, and the scampering Trevor Lawrence actually uh, ran for a touchdown, if you remember that last weekend. Um, so I, 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 I think Allen 
Allen can get up over this, and the reason I'm going to go ahead and follow is is this. If he has, say, six or seven attempts, at least one of those is going for double figures. And that's the reason why I think he can get over. I think he'll have at least one of these that he gains 10, 11, and now all of a sudden he's knocked a third of the number out of the way that I need, and then it's just a matter of going from there. So I'm going to follow, but I think this one might actually be a little closer than you think. All right, it's going to be nip and tuck. I may be uh, sweating out, pitting out over this one, but I think Josh Allen's going to get there. All right, my man, before we get out of here, of course, we got more picks to unearth for the masses. Uh, you got your pickaxe, your shovel ready. Let's do this. It's bonus time. What hidden gems you got? I will get you a football, a baseball, and a hockey. How about we oh, just go across yeah. the board today? Let's start off staying consistent with the game that we're talking about. You already brought up Zach Moss. I think this is on your list as well. I like him for an anytime touchdown. Yes, sir. Um, and I like the fact that I can get it right now. Last I saw this morning at DraftKings, he was a plus 120 for that anytime touchdown. And so when I feel confident about a guy splashing six and I can get plus odds, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about that. So I think Zach Moss gets one of the touchdowns uh, that Buffalo puts on the board tonight. And I'll take that at a plus 120 as the major league baseball playoffs continue man walk-offs you get a walk-off you get a walk-off that's what's been going on right now between the braves and the dodgers um but let's focus over on the american league side that's who's playing tonight not looking at the uh at the side not looking at the money line Brad, I think this total uh, is going to get crushed. Um, the total yeah. right now is at nine runs, and I'm on the over with this one. I don't know what's going to happen in Boston tonight, but I feel like we're going to see a lot of bat on ball, uh, and I think the total is going to be double figures in this one. So I'm going to take the over, minus 115, on a total of nine runs. And then, as always, you know that I bring the ice for the cocktails, so let's talk <laughs> about some NHL. Uh, there's two underdogs that I like tonight, um, so you can decide how you want to bet these. You can do them just straight on the money line you could decide to take the puck line take the plus one and a half put the if you put them both together in that by the way you get yourself plus odds but i like seattle to pick up another win uh this kraken team is good because of how the nhl does expansion with the draft where you get to go pluck somebody off of each team um seattle's playing pretty good and i think that they can beat the flyers that's an early game uh they are on the road but i think they can pick up another win they still have yet to play a home game up in the pacific northwest and the other a uh, uh, team that I like in terms of an upset possibility tonight is actually the Arizona Coyotes. They are at home against St. Louis. St. Louis just beat the Avalanche, but I'm telling you, when teams do these road trips where they've got to play Arizona and Colorado, they always manage to screw up one of them. Uh, so I'm going to take Arizona at home at plus 140 on the money line. Oh, I like it. And, you know, uh, since you're bringing the ice, I'm the straw that will gladly – Stir that drink, my man. So let me get back uh, to some of the night football props that I like after the smorgasbord of sports betting goodness that Lenny just uh, covered. Uh, you're right. I am on a Zach Moss anytime touchdown because I'm going to continue to bet it until it fails. It's plus 120. Why the hell not? Oh, speaking of Zach Moss, give me the over on 10 and a half rush attempts. Lenny, he's done this in three straight games. We believe this is going to be a hotly contested matchup. Uh, then he should be able to handle business, especially against that weekend front of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, and then give me his tag team partner on the under 35 and a half total yards for Devin Singletary, minus 115 at DraftKings. Uh, he has played 47% or 
fewer snaps in three consecutive games, uh, bottoming it out at just 27.8% of the snap share against Kansas City last time out. Singletary has been under this in two of his last three, though five RBs have reached 36 or more combined yards against the Titans this season. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Juevos. Uh, drop us a reading and a review, which it kindly helps out our tremendous show immensely. And as well, as always, ne- until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.